let's get some perspective on what you need to know before you embark on a floating trip or a boating trip or even just venturing close to the North Saskatchewan. Our guest is City of Edmonton's Park Ranger Marine Unit, excuse me, with City of Edmonton's Park Ranger Marine Unit, Zane Haji is joining the show. Zane, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me on here. So is it just anecdotal or are we making better use of the river in the last couple of years? I feel like people are always floating down it. You always see people that are sort of taking something onto the river and and enjoying it. Yeah. So, I mean, really, it all started uh, during the COVID times where everyone with with all the travel restrictions, people were just needed to get out. And uh, one of the main things that people started using was our river valley and our North Saskatchewan River. And this is just over a few years. Um, that being said, over the last year, or so from 2021 to 2023, we observed a 43% increase just in our river usage. Wow. That's about right. And so really big numbers just, I mean, in just over a year. So everyone's coming outside. It's it's really good to see people out uh, being recreational and enjoying our river valley. Yeah, I will forever be a champion of Edmonton's river valley because it is absolutely stunning. I used to paddleboard down the river, and it's amazing. The perspective from that vantage point is really, it's something else. It's so unique, and it's something really I think that a lot of people should be enjoying. But there are some things that people need to know, uh, so I want to really clarify what those are. If you want to float down the river, or if you want to just be on the river in some capacity, are there certain things that are allowed to be used as flotation devices or certain uh, types of boats, watercraft? What what can people take on the river and what can't they take on the river? Yeah, so really, people just have to remember that if it floats, it's a boat. Okay. Um, yeah, and really, if you think about it, because people, we, we see a lot of citizens out there on canoes or kayaks which is normal but then we also see people on floating islands so you'll randomly see a penguin or a flamingo floating down the north of Saturn river and uh it's great to see while we're out there but at the same time people need to remember that even if you're a floating island uh or a paddleboard or a canoe or even an air mattress for example if it floats it's a boat um what we have to do is we have to follow the Transport Canada guidelines because the North Saskatchewan River is a federal body of water. So we want to see people, the mandatory minimum requirements would be having a flotation device okay. or a light jacket, um, a whistle or a sound signal device um, because this way, if you're in any form of distress or anything along those lines, a whistle is the best way to signal for help a throw line as well. So if you see somebody else uh, that needs a hand or if you need to get shore and you can throw a line to somebody on the on the shore line, then a throw line is definitely important. But the other piece that you also need is a safety bucket. So if you're on a canoe or a kayak and you start taking any water in, then the safety bucket or a bilge pump actually helps you get the water out and get so this way it gives it just allows you a little bit more time to get to safety. So the main thing we want uh, to see is just citizens having a flotation device, a whistle, or a sound signaling device, a throw line, and a safety bucket. Do you have to be wearing the flotation device, or do you have to just have one somewhere on whatever it is that you're floating on? And does it have to be one flotation device per person? So you don't have to be in in, in the North Saskatchewan River within the city of Edmonton. You don't have to be wearing it, but it has to be with an easily well, with it, it has to be easily accessible to you. Okay. So it, it doesn't have to be 
in a hidden compartment somewhere where you're struggling to find it or anything along those lines. It just has to be easily accessible. So you can have it on your person. You know what? We recommend that you wear it uh, because this way, if you, you are in a situation where we would hope you wouldn't be in, then you're not struggling. Right. So having it on with you is uh, is great. Obviously, these make a lot of sense, you know, just to keep yourself safe. And you should probably be motivated by making sure that, you know, you just get through a river float. OK, um, but I'm wondering if you don't have these items with you, what are the consequences? Because I've seen a River Valley patrol boat that will come around sometimes. So is someone actually patrolling the river and, and issuing a ticket if someone doesn't have these? Yeah, so the Edmonton Police Marine Unit and the City of Edmonton Park Ranger Unit does uh, patrol the river quite a bit. Um, we're out on the river significantly. Um, uh, we're, we try getting out om- almost every day of the week if we can, or every couple days of the week that we can. So that being said, we understand that a lot of people are just simply unaware or uneducated about the rules and regulations that go behind it. We understand that. However, We've taken an education over enforcement approach right now because we want to be able to educate the public about river safety. We want to be able to educate the public about uh, having a life jacket and about any safety gear before we go and charge people. However, in the scenario that we do have to charge somebody, um, this is a federal level charge. Um, and the ch- the charges are pretty hefty. So hmm. the bare minimum that you need uh, for a life jacket is about a two hundred and fifty dollar fine, and it's a federal level ticket. Okay, and so for not so having, the rules. Yeah, exactly. So we don't want to, you know, issue any tickets to anyone. We would want to have to educate people as best as we can. But in the scenario that we have to conduct enforcement, yes, we okay. do. What about that sort of gray area that people maybe don't want to necessarily know the answer to if it's a no? Um, what about alcohol? Open alcohol on a flotation device. Can we do that? <laughs> so alcohol, since it, 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 it is a public place, so even though you're in a federal body of water, you're within the city, within city jurisdiction. Um, so being in a public place, alcohol is prohibited on the North Saskatchewan River. Okay. Um, that is, even if you're floating down on an island or just having a drink or what have you, we want people to have fun, but we want people to be safe while they're having fun. And, you know, being a hot day, you might have a couple more drinks than you would usually do. And then you just don't realize it. And shortly after, you're just in a situation and in an unpredictable situation. Yeah. So alcohol is prohibited while you're on the water. Okay, so now you know <laughs> the official answer. You know, Zane, I remember a couple times going down on my paddleboard and I would be really surprised with how shallow the river was in some areas, but then also really surprised at how fast moving it can be, specifically under bridges. The current can be really strong. What are some misconceptions that people may have about our river and just how fast moving it is or or just what they need to know in terms of what the water is actually going to be like, how it's going to carry them? You know, Honestly, um, that's actually a very good question to ask because we get a lot of people that tell us that, oh, if I'm going to uh, have an incident, then I can just stand on the river. It's very shallow. But we understand that. However, like you mentioned, under the bridges, it does get fairly deep. And there's some spots on the river that, you know, it's about a foot or two feet of water. And there's some portions on the river, it's maybe about 10 feet of water. So really what we want people to do is since the river is such an unpredictable body of water, 
know your plan and know your route before you get on the river. So educate yourself about, you know, what the river flow rates are. So about 250, 350 cubic meters per second is what on average, but at the same time, know your abilities on what you can or cannot do and trust yourself. So if you have a single doubt in your mind that you don't know how good uh, of a paddleboarder you are or a kayaker you are, it is still a very unpredictable body of water. Um, so underneath the bridges, like you mentioned, so not only is the current fast, but there's a significant amount of debris that can get caught on the bridges. So you kind of have to be watchful and mindful of where you are when you're getting underneath the bridges too. Jose, and thank you so much for all the great information. I love if it floats, it's a boat. I can't wait to see what it is that we're going to see floating down the river this summer. Um, And I'm sure that some of that will take place this weekend with temperatures like we're in for. Uh, Really appreciate you making the time this afternoon. No problem. Thank you. Take care. Of course, you too. That's Zane Haji, City of Edmonton's Park Ranger Marine Unit. So if it floats, it's a boat. And what you have to have on you is a flotation device, a whistle, a safety bucket, and a throw line. Make sure you keep yourself safe out there.